All right, so this is the second code open because we're going to read the Choose Your Own Adventures, uh, The Lost Jewels of Nabooty. Nabooty. <laughs> and you know what? It, uh, it actually ties into Seinfeld. <laughs> so we'll, stay tuned. And with that, you've lost me. <clears throat> oh, this is, look at that. How about I win you with a little geo map, huh? Oh, geography. Halfway through your summer vacation. Holy shit. It's actually autumn here. You get an urgent telegram from your cousins, Peter and Lucy. Need your help <laughs> finding the jewels of Nabooty. Fly to Boston at once. Bring passport. Danger, be careful. Peter and Lucy. After realizing the telegram several times, reading the telegram several times, you are still puzzled. You remember the jewels. Who could forget them? The two diamonds shone like the sun's reflection off a glacier, and the two rubies were like the eyes of a jungle creature at night. Peter's father had brought them from a trader in Morocco many years ago. I thought you were going to say after reading the note several times, you were you make you find yourself wondering who are Peter and Lucy. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even have cousins. Oh man, this thing's going to be long. I'm going to try to skim as much as I can. Uh, they don't want to sell, but these nerds about the jewels. Two days later, Peter's father had returned to the Kashbah ca- to ask more about the jewels, only to find the stall closed. Isn't this Aladdin? No, no, wait. This is um, Simpsons. Like the Simpsons. The monkey's monkey paw. paw. Yeah, the monkey's oh, paw. Oh, no, wait. Oh, it's, it's right over there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Where did it go? Sorry. <laughs> I watched that one yesterday. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Prepare for uh, three months of Simpsons Halloween episodes. Nothing but yes. Halloween episodes. <laughs> We're going to, like, by the end, have said, like, every single reference, like, more than once. Probably. I say we just finished number five, so. <laughs> oh, the, so you got, like, 20-something more yeah. to go. Peter's father returned. Uh, a small sign announced the sad and unfortunate death of the stall owner. A Mr. Abdul said, at least he's got his name. That same day, he received a letter at his hotel demanding the return of the jewels. The letter warned him that his life was in danger if he did not return them. He ignored the letter, but he always <laughs> hinted about the strange and mysterious powers the stones held. Peter and Lucy tell you the jewels have been stolen from a museum show in Paris. What can you do to help your cousins find them? You pack your bags and leave your house in New Orleans and fly to Boston. <laughs> Mom and Dad like, was that so-and-so? I don't know. <laughs> he just took it, took off. You're, you glance over your shoulder, nervously searching for followers. Peter and Lucy meet you at the airport. We don't have much time. There's no time. Peter announces, if you agree to help, take the plane to Paris tomorrow afternoon. From Paris, you'll fly to Morocco. You'll have to hurry. Why is it your responsibility? I mean, this sounds like some nasty shit your cousins got into. Why are you? And it didn't specify how old you are. You might be like 12 years old. And well, like, I mean, you said summer vacation. So if you're not in high school or grade school, you're in college. So it's very young. So the oldest is in college? Well, college is have summer vacation, don't they? Well, they have spring yeah. break. Oh. Oh, so the oldest they could be in high school? Yeah. Oh, that, no, high school, you don't know what do they have? Summer Who knows? They change yes. the rules all the time. Mm-hmm. All right. So, summer vacation. But Peter, you complain. I don't understand what this is all about. <laughs> I Neither do we. <laughs> Why did you fly the fuck way over there and rush? And they're like, what the fuck is this about? Dude, find that out before you get there. Not, what are you going to do? Turn tail and just, oh, never mind. Well, she's not play, paying for that plane ticket. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You she will, or he or whatever it is. You will when you read this letter. Here, it reads. <clears throat> the jewels of Nabuti are four keys to the hidden wisdom and wealth of a secret African tribe. Those who have the... Do I have a little... No, I don't have any like mysterious... The dream one would have been appropriate this in this time only. Those who have the jewels either enjoy health and fame or they suffer agony beyond belief. Damn, yeah, this sounds like the monkey's paw. The current owners of the jewels must guard against their being lost or stolen. They must wait to hand them over to the appointed messengers of Nabuti. Loss of the jewels could mean death. And death is in capital letters. So I'm guessing it is impotent. 
you are puzzled by the letter. Peter and Lucy try to reassure you. Okay, who wrote um, this fucking letter? They just hand you a note that they wrote, like, okay, signed by, put a name on there. Who is that? I don't know, man. You, you want to be scared uh, by a random letter? I was just going to say that's the misuse of the word impotent. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That was, that was kind of the point. <laughs> that joke was supposed to be impotent. Uh, I almost hit the wrong uh, one. I almost hit the uh, fucking... Uh, All right, no more. No more. No more lip noodle jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you are puzzled by the letter. Peter and Lucy try to reassure you, but the truth is that their lives have been threatened. If they continue to search for the jewels, they have asked you to search for the jewels. Hold on a goddamn minute. <laughs> These assholes' <laughs> lives. Impotence and jewels? What are we doing here, man? No. It's you... like, we're in, our lives are in danger because we're searching for these jewels, so we need you to yeah, go search for Yeah, you go search for them. What the fuck is this bullshit? Because you're unknown to the thieves. Okay, well, they're going to know who I am pretty soon. I'm not, I'm no inspector gadget here. You will be relatively safe. How can you say this? As safe as, 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 as safe as anyone can be on the trail of the jewels of Nabuti. Okay, there's your fucking little uh, terms, uh, you know, tiny print. Of like, <laughs> Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> 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 hmm. I did fly all the way over DNA here. profile does not automatically make one, you know, indebted and loyal to other people. Mm-hmm. You know what? Those cocktail peanuts they served on the plane were decent. So I guess I got at least risk my Let's life. Let's see flight movie Biodome with Polly Shore. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, that was on last night on TV. <laughs> I almost started to watch it. Oh, like, don't do that to yourself. Uh, that I, was I, a reference to a Weird Al song. <laughs> hey, the only Polly Shore movie, uh, are we in agreement on Encino Man? Yeah, because yeah. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, that's the only, I, and Sean Astin. Yeah, how you, Sean Astin is such a dick in that movie, and I still want to squeeze his little cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an asshole to Encino Man. It's like you piece of shit. Anyway, so here we go. The one and only change we're gonna do because this took too long. If you agree to go on tomorrow's plane for Paris, no, I'm not going. Go down to the next page. If you demand more time, information, and extra help, turn to page nine. So are you gonna be adventurous and throw caution to the wind and just like say? Like uh, YOLO, as the kids would say, or are you gonna be uh, diligent, do your homework, and call your mom because she's like, "Where the fuck did you go?" I'm gonna the go ladder. with this ladder, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope it ends that too. That'll be. I the mean, best. especially you know, if if I have basis off of how I actually interact with my family, my real family. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know more because screw these people. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna end on this. Not on that one. I'm gonna read it. So he's still alive, surprisingly. Hey, I can't just hop on another plane. I just don't even know what, what it, about what is happening. Peter looks at you and shrugs his shoulders. I don't blame you. Let's go back to my house. Motherfuckers, this should have been your first plan. You're over here like, let's hope this moron takes off on this adventure like and gets murdered. This is like some James Bond crap. You know, and it's like... like I, I can't just drop what I'm doing and get on a plane. Yeah. What is Nathan? I have a Drake? life outside of you, Peter, and what was her other name? Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. And Peter. It's like I got a life outside of you two. Especially if it's Peanuts, Lucy. She's gonna do the old like you're trying to walk onto the the boat. She just like takes off the the deck. And you just mm-hmm. say so you're not exactly close, considering one was in New Orleans and the other was in Boston. Well, you yeah, you flew to Boston for it. So you take a long roundabout route to his house to shake off followers. Okay, so obviously there's followers. If you you know if it smells like a duck, looks like a duck, you got mm-hmm. Daffy on your ass for sure. That night over dinner, the story of the jewels comes out, Peter says. Three times in recent years, messengers have come demanding the return to the Nabuti tribe. Our father refused to be frightened to return the jewels. Lucy quickly adds, it wasn't just that they were worth a small fortune. <laughs> oh, okay. I like how she was quick to like, no, no, it's not because they're worth a lot. Okay, motherfuckers. It's exactly Yeah. Right. 
Dad believed in the legends about the jewels. He knew the jewels had strange and magical powers. And of course, then he was killed in that tragic accident, Peter reminds you. You remember the details of that awful event. Your uncle was stepping onto a sailboat, (gasps) foretold, from a dock on a perfectly calm day when the boat suddenly moved. Your uncle slipped between the boat and the dock and was crushed. And his last words to Peter and Lucy were, protect the jewels at all costs. Whoa. On that note, uh, let's start the show. It's a pretty um, lackluster (laughs) accident. I mean, yeah, it sucks. He was horribly crushed to death, but I mean, the boat boat moved. I, I imagine just like okay, so either it's a sailboat, so there's no like power motor. Expecting but, you know somebody you know ramming into him from behind and pushing him onto the train tracks or something. You know, how big, how big or small is this boat? Yeah, we're gonna need a bigger boat. Ah, what are we Mad Man Movie Mark, Makes I'm Me Moody, Marty. Ben Affleck Davis. <laughs> Do I even Damn, need a reason? <laughs> Do I even need a reason? Movies make me moody, Mark. There you go. There, there, you, go. Go. there you go. Mm, yeah. Um, well, you know what? That is true because... Mm-hmm. It makes you, I didn't want it to make you sad, but it accidentally felt that way. Well, it's not often mm-hmm. I actually sit down and watch a movie like in one sitting. And so you do... Just, and you wasted, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, each one of those actually took me like two sittings to get through. Yeah, because they're so fucking long. No, it's just I don't take a lot of time for movies. Oh, okay. Um, you watch in, in He has to wait till Lily goes yeah. down for to bed. Yeah. To watch so, movies. So, it's actually a personal investment of my time. It's like I could have been doing other things. I could have been editing. I could have been... Anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. anything else except wasted so, on this movie. Oh, yeah. wasted on the movie. So, it's a finite amount of time that I have to allocate... Choose carefully what I do with it. So, if this movie blows... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like spending your last five bucks and for you, know, you buy something and it didn't even taste good. What are you the type that like you'll kind of suffer through it? You know what I mean? You're like, well, in for a penny, in for a pound. You know, like fuck, or, I already wasted an hour of it. Might as well see how this piece of shit ends, or uh, maybe it'll redeem himself at the end. I yeah. did. And it's like okay, maybe they're going somewhere. The with Batman. This. See, I mean, I'm I'm not that patient. Like when that Disenchanted show came on Netflix, the what the new, oh, newest one I, Matt Groening put out. What the fuck? Is I watched thing? that like. You most your stuff over there? Are you okay? He... No, no, he is not. Right. Not in any way. <laughs> but like, I was, I was watching like most of the first episode, and I was like, "This is trash. It's just rehashed Simpsons jokes." Yeah, that's what I heard, and, and I didn't want to. And so I stopped watching it. But Gwen, she's one of those in for a penny and for a pounder's one. And um, she's like, "Well, you might get better. You don't know." <laughs> and so she watched the whole thing, and I was like, "Did it get better?" No. <laughs> you know that when somebody throws that in your way, it's like then I'm gonna wait till it gets better. I'm not gonna watch now. Mm-hmm. Why would I w- watch this shitty sports team while they're 
you know, hacking in a, in a parking lot, and then I'll wait till they reach the finals, you know? Yeah, let go sports team. If you're into that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I feel like they did more than one season, which is insane to me. Mm, I don't know. Like I said, I got, I couldn't even get through the first episode, so I was like, I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. But there are people, you know, um, People that watch Seinfeld, people that love The Office. People that oh wow, that's a good segue of uh, like annoying shows that pe- you guys don't like The Office. No, Mm-mm. have you have you guys watched it? Like gave it a chance and all that. I, I watched the English yeah, one. Okay. See, that's the thing that I get with people where like, okay, first off, you love this show and it's like it's not original. Okay, so I don't know how you could give it accolades because one, I hate when 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 they do remakes and stuff because it's hard to compare simply because. You have a network to build off. You know, you have a universe to build off. Even if you don't use the same characters, you find the same beats because you know what worked. You know, it, the show was good. You waited till the show was good till you copied the formula. So it's hard for you. To, you know, people say, oh, he, uh, Michael was a better Michael than um, Ricky Gervais. I'd argue hard just because of how <clears throat> the more you use the same trope, the more you kind of watered it down. You know what I mean? Well, like we we were thinking about this one night, and the people that watch The Office are usually usually that like The Office are the people who work in an office. Oh, that's the worst. Are you serious? I didn't even think of that. That's even yeah. It's like so you go to work, you hate multiple. your job in this office, and then you go home and watch a show about working in an office. About how much it sucks to work in an office. You know? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, get it. All day working with dysfunctional humans. But see, well, I mean, from I watched pieces of it. I was never a huge fan, but I was like, eh. Like, I, when it aired, I'd catch some of it, but... You work in an office. I've worked in offices, like now? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I. this was all before I worked in an office. Oh. This was probably when I was um, uh, stealing hubcaps, you know? Oh, okay. For every thousand hubcaps, they give me a quarter. It... After a while, it became kind of hard to get rich off that. Of Back know? in those days, I was good money. This was like 10 years ago. What are you talking about? That's why, that's why I quit stealing hubcaps. Give me five Bs for a quarter, you'd say. We know how it's sick. People get sick of, like, they don't even have hubcaps. <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to rip off rims. Oh, man. So we're going to talk about Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, that's not how it would be. When I was recording my boys, I kept doing, my nephews, I kept doing the, um, the little, like, I can't remember the rhythm now because my head is so full of other shit. That little scratch thingy. Yeah, the little. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, I should have downloaded. Well, that's bad preparing. I should download it on here. It's a, it's a bass guitar. I gotta learn the. Can your brother learn it? Like it? I'm my sure brother can, plays bass. I'm sure. I'm asking him to play. We should ask him take your recorder and have him record the Seinfeld. Um, I don't know if he knows that, but. Well, it's it's simple. It's like three notes. I think. Oh, he has. He's got to learn the trumpet too, <laughs> if that's okay. But the show, yeah. God damn it! So I built this Lego set. Okay, we got room here, right? Here, um. Beth, can you take this out? <laughs> okay, hold the bag, please. Please. Sorry. Unattended bag. Yeah, you can just throw it for it. So I built the little Lego set. Oh, this is empty. Put that over. Maybe I don't even need my dumbass. So we gotta stick with my first off with my skill set. Well, this is much nicer because I actually took it to work um, <laughs> on the back of my motorcycle on the hard case, and so like a lot of this shit fell off. So I had to sit in the office for like an hour building it. I like so. that it's like a set. You got the the lights, yeah, the camera, and the scaffolding and stuff. Uh, and it's got the little um stand, mic or comedy night stand. Well, oh, wasn't was the show based off of his his stand-up well, stuff? Well, see, the weird it's based off the creators, Larry David. But it was, like, mixed in with Jerry Seinfeld stuff because the character... No, sorry, the character of George was based off him. But it's kind of like a... a, a 
not true to life, but it's pretty close to it. Hmm. Uh, so these are all the little references to the show. Beth, how much, how little do you know the show? Because I know you. you I know there it. is a person named Jerry Seinfeld, uh, and he always says things like, "What is with that?" <laughs> he, that's such a stereotype. But like his jokes really don't go that way. But that's the only way people mock him, which is funny. Like, what's the deal with airplane food? Like, yeah. What's the deal with? <laughs> Are you playing with the Legos instead of... Uh, no, I'm just trying to stand them up. Where's this statue? Or check out this picture right here. What do you guys think of this little I saucy picture? I can't see picture? it. Check it's this like out. a picture of the bald guy in his underwear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one you could see on the internet a lot. <laughs> well, that's a famous one where... That one and the one of Kramer. Oh, um, it's over here. Watch. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Show Beth this one. You see in this little room up here? Yeah, that one. That one? Yeah. That, that one, actually, I'm not that familiar with. It's in one of the early seasons where... I remember seeing it at a Red Robin. You know, they put all the pictures up on the walls and the ceilings and stuff. And and, and was it, like, painted? Like, it looked like somebody painted it? Or was yeah. it, like, a copy? Like, a poster? It wasn't a poster. It looked Airbrush like a painting. Airbrush? Yeah. Or, um... Well, I guess it could have been, been a print, but it looked like it was a painting. Painted good? Yeah. Um, yeah, that... In that episode, Jerry's dating, um, this artist girl, and who's jealous of his friendship with Elaine because they used to date. And so she keeps kind of like budding. But so she paints Kramer because she finds him fascinating or something. And she paints him like that, very kind of elegant. And throughout the episode, there's a like an old couple that are visiting her little studio and they're watching it. And it's funny the way they're they're bantering. Like the old man is like, I loathe him. Yeah, I love him. So they're very, he's very conflicting. Yeah, he's it's like, like yin art and yang. people in a nutshell right there. Yeah, yeah, which is funny because like, they're, and, and you know, so at the end they just, he's like, he's, he's so masculine. Yeah, feminine. And so <laughs> they end up, and then at the end they're like, we want to buy your Kramer. So they buy his, his picture. <laughs> but this one is, uh, this one's a, a better episode that I like, um, where he starts having uh, something developed at a photo store. And the counter girl, he starts kind of flirting with her. And he gets a, a picture mixed in with his of uh, somebody like in, in a, a lingerie. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't see her face, but he assumes it's her like flirting with him. But then later she's talking to the guy at the counter that works with her, and she's like, "Hey, did you did you see a picture like of of so and so? She can't find it. She's missing it." And so that was her picture. Well, so uh, George talks to Kramer, and Kramer says like, "No, you can't just go in there like, hey, you want to go out? It sound like an idiot. You have to like play the dance. You know, she's giving you saucy pictures. You got to do saucy pictures." So she he like coaxes them into like see, doing this boudoir. Is not why I don't like <clears throat> this show. It's just all bad decisions. Well, but. but <laughs> You don't like to laugh at people's misfortune, or no, I don't. I think people who well, you laugh know at other people's misfortunes. Well, people are, say there's something wrong with them. Well, they say, <laughs> that's very true. Well, they say like Seinfeld is a lot like, um, in the sense of like Friends, where you know they're I don't they're like toxic. Friends either. Well, no, I, I'm, it was the concept of like they're they're toxic people, but like to each other as well. Like they're just awful people to be around, and so anybody that reaches into their orb or gets tangled with them winds up with misfortune you know the many girlfriends that jerry dates the many girlfriends george dates uh it's very much like uh it, it's it messes up you know so at the end they get to come up and then they go to jail which is sort of like why they come up and so like in this one where he's trying to flirt with the girl and so you know he takes those sexy pictures but then the she has to do something and so that guy takes the picture so he the guy thinks she, he's flirting with him and so it's that that crazy misunderstanding or whatever so do yeah, that's why I said bad decisions. 
Well, yeah. then I'm not, I guess I have to think of a the, good episode. The more you explain this episode, the less interested in I am in it. <laughs> the only thing that I liked about Seinfeld is um, the short stint where Patrick Warburton was... Oh, he's in there a lot. Boyfriend. Well, he's in there. See, he, he comes in and out. So, okay, I'll, I'll have to find maybe a compilation of that for Beth that's like under three minutes. <laughs> and then maybe I could convince her to watch it. I just like Patrick Warburton. I think he's awesome. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite Patrick Warburton uh, character? Probably Crunk. Word. Wow. That's a, that's a really, you know what? I'm not as familiar that, with that's that. That's a consensus right yeah. there. And you know what? You're, you're Polly Shore Light and you have David Spade. I don't care for David Spade much, but. I don't either, but he he was perfect for the Cusco role. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that's the thing. As much as I don't care for David Spade, that movie is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Who was the 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 witch or whatever? Isma, I don't know who voiced I her. This, oh yeah, uh, it was some I don't have the phone old lady. I'm but on it, I'm on it. Um, this has been brought to you by the Emperor New Groove. I mean, <laughs> I come on, Tom Jones it. sings the theme song. Oh, well, I didn't what? know that. Yeah, oh shit, right that's there. hilarious. That, I know that. that was Tom Jones. That was Tom Sir, Jones. I gotta, yeah. I gotta watch it again. And too. John Goodman, <clears throat> come on, great. Yeah, John and Goodman. Emperor's New Groove is like the number one most underrated movie. Oh, it's it's easily of all time. underrated. Yeah, uh, even at that time though, you see the cast. It's almost I don't know how many years after say Aladdin it is, but it's trying to recapture that magic. Get a funny guy. Play a quirky character. Play, you know, uh, it's, it's the, you know, use a, some kind of a story from a different country, and you know, make it like nice and simple, so it it flows oh, easily. Oh wow, uh, that was Eartha Kitt, one of the original Catwoman. Oh, oh. wow, that damn, that that's some good trivia. Yeah, that's Yzma. That's oh. no, none of these were the original. Catwoman. So yeah, tying in with the Batman we were talking about. There you go. So now you we go. can't. Every episode we cannot. We got this is our episode. Twenty five percent Simpsons. 25% Batman, uh, 25%, uh, what's the other thing we talk about a lot? I don't Aliens. Know. Uh, ro- <laughs> uh, metal. <laughs> and then yeah. 25%, yeah, 25% Metallica bashing. <laughs> yeah, Metallica. Yeah, I didn't say good or bad metal, just we talk about metal. You know. Yeah, there you go. All right. I'm going to get Lars on my ass suing me. <laughs> He's just sitting there on his computer all day. Sue, sue. All right, sue them too. Well, there's a... Beth, there's a um, <laughs> There's a family guy like that where uh, Meg was like the number one, like she was the head of the Luke Perry fan club, and uh, she was, was that before write... Luke Perry died because he died a few years ago. Yeah, it was oh, okay. a long time ago, but like. Um... <laughs> Keep talking, it's kind of good. But uh, she was yeah, she was writing a, a article in the school paper about him, but Peter's like, oh, this is boring. No one's gonna want to read this, so he like yeah. changes it to like Luke, Luke Perry is gay. That's like, it, not even like yeah, like writes an article like a about gossipy it. shit, yeah, yeah. So like cuts to Luke Perry and like his wife's calling him or whatever. He's like, just a second, I'm reading every single high school um, newspaper in America to see if I'm mentioned. <laughs> and then it cuts uh, away. Just, yeah. just to come full circle, Luke Perry is Krusty's half brother. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, you know. Yeah. I was gonna say that's how Simpsons did it better. Like it, <laughs> he's it's much funnier in the Simpsons. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, my half, what my half useless, my useless half brother. I'm making a 19th century. Uh, show me up, will you? Yeah, show me up, will you? Oh, come on, for mom. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up shooting him out of cannon. Into a brick wall. No, you know, he a, goes a, a pillow, pillow factory, factory. <laughs> that ends up getting demolished. Yeah, they got right. it for, yeah, for demolition. <laughs> oh, I just knocked over the shelf. Um, so one big thing of uh, 
this guy tying it in a Batman versus Superman. He's a big oh no, he's a big Batman fan. What out for Batman, sure. I don't like. I mean Superman. Superman. He's a big Superman fan. Yeah, no one likes I don't Superman. Where you live, dude. No, but I'm saying, like, I definitely can't get him to watch Sci-Fi now. <laughs> uh, Jerry's a big Superman fan, and he talks about him a lot. Oh, Same. Jerry is. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. And then, of course, this is the infamous Kramer, who was, like, the biggest star of the show before he... He was the reason anybody watched that show. Until, yeah. he, you know, the actor, until he blurted out the, the N-word on stage, because yeah. he thought it'd, it'd make his set funnier than, okay, you're canceled, guy. Uh, well, that's the world we live in. I liked him as Stanley Spadowski on UHF. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I told Beth I noticed him when I see him there. But he's also in uh, Problem Child. We were talking about the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. He's like the kidnapper guy. Or I, I don't know the kidnapper, but he's like a crazy dude and he ends up. He just kids. plays a crazy dude. He probably is a crazy dude. <laughs> well, hence his tirade, his racist tirade that he's mm-hmm. completely shunned by Hollywood now. I liked all the shelf stuff they did here. Uh, this looks like a little pile of poop. I don't know if it's a souffle or if it's a top of an oven. Cupcakes? Yeah, oh, it's a muffin. Duh. There's an, uh, so there's an episode where Elaine... This is my favorite character, by the way, Elaine, because she's the... no. You might have seen her more because with Patrick Walburton or... um. What's his name? I forget his name right now. Mm. Damn it. You don't know his name? How do I not know his name? His name? Yeah. I don't know what it was. I just know it was Elaine's boyfriend. Oh, shit. I like when the hair just pops off. <laughs> oh, like, and they have the head of face, like, angry face, happy face. <laughs> and, and I don't it's know like why you have... The mayor of... Uh, in Nightmare Before Christmas. So I don't know why you have two um, two microphones, but I just gave it her. And so there's an episode where they get lost in the mall and she bought a goldfish. So by the time they find the car is dead. There's a lot that happens through the episode, but it's too long to go into. But the one with um, Putty, that's his name, Putty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's Putty. And, and, you know, he's always squinty. And he's like, yeah, that's right. He talks like <laughs> that. Well, in the show, it's, it's real funny because, like, there's a bunch of scenes. He's a mechanic. or He's a real handy guy. He, like, mm-hmm. He's very smart. But like, uh, there's one scene where uh, Jerry's trying to buy a Porsche, I think, from the and he's the the guy that works at the dealership. He's a salesman, and so him and Elaine fight, and so he ends up trying to rip Jerry off and just giving him like undercoating and all that shit. <laughs> and George is meanwhile, of course, because George is like everything happens to George, but he's in the break room trying to get like uh, from the machine trying to get um uh, camera, which if it's a payday or a Twix, he's trying to get a Twix. He's the cookie one. And so um, this mechanic ends up getting it. And the mechanic, like, his dollar doesn't work. So he asks the mechanic, can I have a dollar? The mechanic like, sorry, I don't have one. And he's like, well, you know, I don't want to be that guy. But when you open your wallet, I actually peeked and you have a stack of ones. And the guy's like, no, I don't. And so the whole episode, like, nobody wants to help him out. And he's going mad. He he buys all these candy bars to set the, the guy up for, like, a lineup. And when he takes the general manager in there, the whole staff is eating all his chocolate bars. He's like, hey, there's there's free Twix. And then and the, George gets mad. And he's like, they're all Twix. The whole point was to set them up. So he would say like, no, I don't know what this is. Like, dude, they're all Twix. So I know you're like, he he wastes more energy and money just to like prove a point. But of course, he ends up shooting himself in the foot. You know, which is like that's I don't know part of the humor. That, just, <laughs> that sounds just stupid. Putties <laughs> in it. All right, uh, Mark, go ahead. Uh, it's got a portion. Sorry, you're trying to say, you know, describe Elaine's boyfriend? Yeah. According to uh, thecut.com, she's had 29 boyfriends. Wow. How, how many have the boyfriend? Sexual predator are, much? No, it, <laughs> dating. It's, it's, I, I, I'm just going to say 29? My God, she gets around. Over like how many years though? But then check the guys. The guys have had way more. Like every episode, they have a new girlfriend. That's you're, why you're not making me. You're not selling me on the show. This just sounds like a lot of really dysfunctional people that need a lot of therapy. 
It's not a date. It's first off, it's a sitcom. Okay, somebody wrote it. Second off, it's not a dating show. Or it's not a how to be a good human. It's just to like. No, it's definitely not. How no, to be a good it's, human. it's like you know, it's like live action Simpsons, right? You don't watch the Simpsons to see like the idyllic family American. Yeah, but they're actually funny. Okay, you haven't given them a shot, so that's very unfair on you. No, um, I've tried watching. Them. I've tried. Like I said, you know, my friend. Damn it. This is what happens Seinfeld and yeah. I go over there and she'll have it on and be like, okay. See, that's <laughs> that's where, it, to me, it's kind of a, a thing where, like, I don't, whenever, well, I don't have my own place, but I don't try to, like, have, especially if it's something that I like, like that, it's not something I have to watch, like, intently, you know what I mean? And some people might use it as background music, say, your, your office, but it's like, you know what's better than that for background music? Fucking music, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, have that play in the back while you're moving around. I don't know. It just... That seems weird to me when people are like, uh, hey, we're going to hang out, but I'm just going to have something that I don't, you know, like that you don't care for. So, like, I don't know, it's weird. Okay, well, so yeah, it's her house, so I just let her. And that's why, you know what, that gives you an incentive to leave sooner. So, <laughs> so check it out. This is George Boy. So, the creator, this is it's more got, based uh, on him. Fishing pole and a loaf of bread? Yeah. If I remember, it's like, French um, bread? I think it's a French bread. I can't remember exactly the name of it. It's a rye, it's a marble rye, I think. Baguette. Oh. <laughs> it's a it's a crusty baguette. That's what it is. <laughs> crusty baguette. It's a crusty crusty baguette. So he buys his bread with his parents. They go to visit his in laws, and I think this after his in laws died. I can't remember. Oh, or okay. not his in laws died. His his uh, fiance died because he bought the cheapest envelopes that were poisonous, and so she's licking them. Yeah, pork. and like right after she dies, he like starts trying to ask out this other girl. He's well, like, yeah, he so I got, like, the funeral on Monday. But after that, my schedule's my open. My schedule's open. <laughs> you guys know Marissa Tomei, the actress? Mm-mm. Nope. Damn it. Uh, you guys don't watch Hollywood. You guys aren't Hollywood. What's the matter? I take that as a compliment. <laughs> no, that's yeah, I, I am very okay with that. Well, so he's so they go to the visit, and they're having a terrible time. The parents aren't getting along. The in-laws, like, the wife is drinking heavily. And then the, the husband is, like, upset. And they're fighting. So as they leave... The George's parents take the bread back, the dad, because he's like, well, they didn't put it out. Like, they're rude. They didn't, they couldn't offer coffee. So he's like, no, we brought it as a gift to them. And so they're like, where's that terrible bread that we didn't put out? And so they're kind of upset about it. So George goes to visit, and he has Jerry take a bread, and he throws a fishing line from, like, the fifth floor or whatever to try to reel up the bread to sneak it in. So he's like, oh, so he could be like, hey, I found the bread. You know, like, we didn't take it back. You know, to because his little ego needs that little work, you know. Well, as he's wow. as he reels it in the room, he turns around and oh, his fiance is alive because I remember her and her parents turn around and just I mean, what are you gonna you got a fishing pole and a fucking bread in their in their bedroom? Like I don't know what kind of uh, sexual innuendo you can make out of that. <laughs> so uh, no, I can't really think of one. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm not I'm even gonna try. That's just so petty. Oh, and that's your that's... your boy from Jurassic Park, Newman or the the uh, oh the. The guy who... <laughs> no, you mentioned him by name like two weeks ago. Uh, I looked it up. No, forget it. But the the guy from Jurassic Park. The, the guy one that, that sold him out. Gets sprayed yeah. in the face with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's your, your classic... He was the post- mailman, yeah. Postal guy. I just love that scene from Jurassic Park. Cause <laughs> it's, so, it's so quotable. The, uh, <laughs> you know, don't use my name. I don't want anybody to know where yeah. I'm <laughs> Dickus, We've got Dickus here. Hey, look, <laughs> see? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Get over it. Uh, the AC in the window. Where is the AC? Can you see that? Yeah, around the yeah, back, like yeah. Commando 8? Yeah. 
So it's not operation. It's not battery operated. I don't know why you're trying to turn it on. But um, Kramer gave Jerry uh, AC unit, even though he doesn't need it, right? Because it's in the city. You don't need it in the city. You have central AC. Well, what city? Uh, New York. New York City. Do you guys not know basic stuff about Seinfeld? I forgot that it was in New York. I drove one. Oh, okay. That's fine. I don't know. Every time I've met somebody from the East Coast, they always complain about how hot it is. And then how it's much better in the in the East Coast. Yeah, they, they tell you everything that's awful about the East Coast. And, and then, then tell say you it's, it's, better. it's better. Yeah, and, and they wish they were there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's every- like, yeah, I totally want to stick my head in the ant in an anthill. Because that's that every image I've seen of New York City, yeah. it's like I might as well just stick my head in an anthill. Eight million people living on top of each other. It's the most, I was thinking it's the most populous city in, in America, ain't it? Probably. I wonder how much it was back in the 90s because I remember those scenes. They're so crowded. Uh, probably about 7.5 million. Yeah, and then the last, fuck, 22-something years, like how much crazier it's gotten, you know? Worse. It's only gotten worse. The rats have gotten bigger. Infamous uh, pizza rat, remember? Oof. Yeah. I, I, th- I wonder if they're reaching uh, the RUS stage. RUS, yeah. What is that? Rodents of unusual size. What the? All right, You've explain. never seen Princess Bride? I, you know, I don't remember. It just... I don't. I don't care for. It. I don't hate the movie. I just didn't care for it. Like I watched Come it. On that was the as, movie that gave us gave the world the word inconceivable. inconceivable. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's. I'm not a big Billy Crystal. None of the, of the Billy Crystal's role is very very fair. Yeah, he's, he's but I hear so much about it though. But like the whole of the movie, like I watched it like intending to like at least be feeling pretty like cool about it. But yeah, I just was like, eh, it's it's fine. I can take it. I can it's see where people can like it. Romantic comedy adventure movie. Okay, it's it's fine, but it's not like I don't hear you at all. Really? Yeah. You lean too far back. Let me see. Try try now. Oh man, did did I just like fade away? I think you were just sitting too far back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Try a little. Sorry. Okay, me. continue. But yeah, it's it's one Beth top ten movie, Princess Bride. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, top I, ten. That's wow. one of those movies that uh, it's on the list of I could watch that anytime. I don't yeah. need to be in a certain mood. How many how many versions of it do you guys own collectively? Uh, I'd say just, at least two, maybe. Well, we have the movie version and the book. Yeah. Oh shit! See, that's more levels. Um, damn it! None of those work. I was gonna hit the the DJ or the rock one again. Hmm. Beth, well, so that movie does rock. Ah, ah, there you <laughs> go. It's kind of it's kind of dumb how like the more you just say the word, the easier it's to use the sound. You know, like <laughs> hey, that deserves a rim shot. <laughs> yeah, like it's just no, it didn't, but I said it, so it sounded cool. I mean, it's got uh, so many people in it. It's like for years, I didn't know that uh, Christopher Guest is in that. Mm-hmm. I I know the name. I'm not like so I can't one of the guys. Yeah, I can't Spinal put Tap. The, yeah, uh, just like Shearer. Yeah. I can't like if you line them up, I couldn't picture them like name. He's them, you know the right? bald. The bald character. No, he's the yeah, man. Yeah, that's Shearer, right? Yeah. He he's the count with six fingers on his yeah. right hand. And um, he's counting six fingers. And in Spinal Tap, he's uh, Nigel. 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 Oh yeah, see that's my favorite one. Yeah, Nigel. He's the one that stuffs his pants and stuff. No, that was uh, Harry Shearer. Oh, I thought that was Nigel. I can't remember. <laughs> it was wrapped in aluminum. I just didn't understand why it was I, like I, I that. Just it's like okay, there's two guitar players. One's blonde, one's brown. Um, the blonde one is Ian or um, Michael McKeon. Michael McKeon. Yeah. Oh, he's um, he's in most of the other ones too, right? Because he was yeah, the, the me three with the of longer, them. Yeah, the three do of them, them do them together. Yeah. Because I think he's the one. Like he he was in Britain, uh, Better Call Saul recently. Like he did a role on there. 
He shows is, up in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. He, he's... He was he in was Airheads. Mr. He was Mr. Green oh, in Clue. Yeah, he was Mr. Green in Clue. God, he was skinny. See, yeah. with the blonde hair is what throws me completely off. Like, I can see him in every other role, and then you throw that blonde wig, like, who's that guy? And it's like, that's fucking the same guy, man. It's like, you know, for years, you know, how many people know uh, Harry Shearer was the, was the bassist from Spinal Tap? Yeah. He's also Mr. Burns. Yeah. Or, he, and like 15 million yeah. other voices on The Simpsons. <laughs> He's probably like the, the fourth or fifth uh, most prolific one on that show. It's like not too long ago he was talking about retiring <clears throat> and walking away from The Simpsons. Fuck like, that. that. No, you can't. You voiced too many of our characters. <laughs> yeah. Like, Well, who did they lose that they, they switched out voice actors? Or well, Apu. They're doing a... a yeah. The, a yeah. The actor who played Apu made a formal apology for not being Indian and playing an Indian character. Well, I mean, he's, he's the accent and he does the, the sort of the stereotype of, you know, you're Indian. So I get where that's going from, but it's almost like there's so many characters. I don't know if it really matters if they even well, kept it. Well, you know it. what? If the shoe, <clears throat> they, they complain about the stereotype, welcome to reality. If the shoe fits, wear it. Stereotypes <laughs> exist for a reason. Walk into a subway. Walk into a subway. <laughs> I don't care what part of this country you're in. <laughs> I, I walk can, into I've a corner been store. Have Find you been me a any? corner store that's not being owned or at least operated by somebody of Middle Eastern descent. Well, India's not Middle Eastern. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. See? there. Who's the geographic, uh, <laughs> like, ignorant one now? Mm-hmm. Southern Asia. It's Southern Asia. Yeah. Asia's still not Middle East. Okay. Um, back to the part t- of Asia. That, Technically. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, it's still... That's even part of the Middle East. If you just name the country, unless you got a map, you can't picture it.